Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. Today, I am so thrilled to have Kate Smith on the show. Kate is a certified yoga instructor for children and adults. She's worked with children in alternative health for over 10 years and is the creator of Conscious Mamas Movement, an online platform that provides resources for mothers and children to live present, healthy, and connective lives. She creates playful and digestible tools to help mothers and children Process their, process their emotions, communicate their needs, and regulate their nervous systems. Welcome to the program, Kate. Thank you so much, Marla. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's so great to have you. We met on Hey Mamas. It's a platform for, for moms who are, you know, doing these incredible businesses. And wow, I'm just so proud how, with this being a fairly new business, how far you've come and the work that you're doing. So let's talk about it. So um, tell us just briefly about your childhood and because I know it influenced um, influenced you a lot, like all childhoods do, but even more so in the sense that it led you to, to creating this conscious, conscious mama movement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that I have been blessed to have one of those moments where I can look back and see how all of my life experiences have led me to this moment and have led me to create this thing, um, the Conscious Mamas Movement. So I, to give a sort of brief, um, had a very tumultuous childhood. I was incredibly sensitive, really highly connected, um, but both of my parents were alcoholics and they really struggled and they struggled to offer coping mechanisms. I was moved around a lot. Um, you know, I was a victim of sexual assaults, you know, of severe anxiety and depression. And when I was 15, I, I was considering ending my life. And that was, um, something that I thought was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, as I was contemplating that, I heard this sort of internal voice. And I think it was, you know, from somewhere inside of me that said like, it's okay if you want to go but there's so much more. And I really wanted to find out what was on the other side of that. I wanted to see what was on the other side of the tunnel, even though I couldn't see the light. And I now look back and my life has been so extraordinary through those experiences. And I had to grow up really fast. Um, And I think that that has propelled me to be where I am now. I'm 24 and I have a child and I have a business. And I believe that the information that I'm putting forward that's coming through me is really pertinent for this moment in time. So how do you think that, it sounds like you must have been a really intuitive child and because I don't think most people would say at 15, you know, I I heard this voice or I have this download, which we know that everyone gets those, but many 
are not aware, you know, are not aware, so don't really hear them. And if they do, they think it's just their imagination. So I know a lot of the researchers that I've talked to, they say that when people have these tumultuous childhoods, which I had a bit of one too, not a bit of one also, that especially with sexual assault, that you will leave your body sometimes. Did that, did that happen to you? I actually have very few physical memories of my childhood. My life memories start at about 11, maybe 12. And prior to that, I feel like I was very disassociated from my body, even though my sexual assault um, assaults occurred when I was a teenager. I, um, I definitely think so. I think that I wasn't in a safe place. And so part of my spirit was sort of contracted and not fully in my body. Um, and that sort of reawakening recentering happened for me really when I found yoga, when I found, found a way to connect with my body, um, which was when I was 16. Did you have a good friend support system then? I didn't, you know, I had, um, I had a lot of, I mean, I would definitely call them angels. I would call them, and they were physically physical people on here on this plane, Um, you know, family members or teachers or people who really wanted to help me. And unfortunately, because of the legality of your owned by your parents, and sometimes your parents are not the people who are making the best decisions for themselves or for you, there was a lot of litigation involved in that. And so I kind of just had to make the best of my situation um, until I was a legal adult, until I was 18. So you talk about present parenting and what, tell us about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, parenting is an ever ongoing journey, but present parenting is when you're able to show up, you're able to show up energetically, mentally, physically in the moment. So it's any present practice, but you're bringing it to your interaction with your child. Um, and conscious parenting is really when you become aware of all of the things that you carry and how you interact with the world and how that influences your relationship with your child and what you're bringing into the relationship. So it can be, you know, translated to anyone into any relationship, even if you're not a parent. Right. Do you, I, I watched a few of your videos or clips on your website where you're doing yoga with Jefferson. You're, how old is he now? He's almost a year. He's almost a year. Okay. Yoga and meditation. How, how do you suggest people get more into with our chaotic lives into present parenting? Yeah, it starts with just little moments. It really does. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. And I think that that's what defers people and particularly parents from engaging in yoga mindfulness practices. But really all it is, is it's taking a moment to quiet, to settle down, to take a deep breath, to come into this moment. And we know that the science of the nervous system is that when you take long exhales and when you breathe in through your belly and have that expansion in the diaphragm, you are stimulating your nervous system to relax and to digest, to come into the present moment. So it's really just one breath at a time. And it's taking those moments throughout the day. It doesn't have to be necessarily that you're sitting on your mat for an hour. It's I do it throughout my day where I'm just checking in with myself. I'm taking a bigger breath. I'm seeing if I can hear the sound of my breath because it brings me into the present and it brings me back to being with my son. Right. 
a teacher, my teacher told me once when I first started working with him that one of the exercises was to ground myself. I think it was six or seven times a day, just take two minutes and consciously, of course, just ground yourself. And it was so helpful. It it keeps you keeps you grounded. I mean, it's not perfect, right? But it keeps you so much, so much more aware. And that's such important. That's so important. What are the three C's of conscious communication? Yeah. So one of the downloads I've, you know, since I started this business, um, I've had so many really beautiful downloads. And one of them when I was lying awake at night was the three C's of conscious communication, which are curiosity, consent, and compassion. And it's essentially just values and pillars of ways that we connect and communicate. And I focus it particularly on how we interact with our children. I really value consent with kids, asking them if it's okay to touch them, if they want affection, or if they don't, respecting their yeses and respecting their noes. Um, the curiosity comes in is that as parents, we are investigators. We're constantly wondering, you know, what is working, what is not working, and to have that openness of just to say, I'm curious about what's going on right now for myself and for you, and let's let's explore. Um, and then also the third one is compassion, which we all need, and I think can sometimes be esoteric, which is one of my biggest passions is to take these sort of larger concepts, like to be compassionate or to ground and to make them into really tangible tools and steps. So one of my favorite compassion tools is actually involved with somatic tapping where I cross my hands over my chest and I tap slowly on each opposite shoulder. And I tell myself I'm doing my best and everyone around me is doing their best. And it puts it in a really tangible format while it's also regulating my nervous system. So those are the three C's of conscious communication in my world. That's a great, that's a great exercise. So you, you worked in public schools and you must have, wow, seen a lot there. And, and you say you worked with kids so kids could connect with themselves and find safety with themselves. How did you do that? And how do you feel we could bring this conscious movement with, with children into the schools or into more of a general setting? Yeah, there's a lot of big questions there. Um, so my interaction with the school system was I was not working as a full-on teacher. I was working as a children's yoga teacher. So I was going in and teaching after-school programs um, or teaching classes in studios. And so I, my, my interaction with children was different. I think I would love to see conscious interactions and conscious communication with our kids on a broader scale. And I don't necessarily know if it's going to happen within the structure and framework of our current public education system. I feel like that system is not um, for the benefit of will wellness and the whole child. And I think a lot of teachers want it to be, but that's just not really possible within the framework. And I found it really challenging to connect with kids that were, um, that were in that environment because they're just 
so overstimulated um, and their needs are not being heard and met because there's one teacher for, you know, 24 kids and all of the kids have different needs, but they're only allowed to speak when spoken to. I mean, it's, you know, I could go on about that, but I think that the best way to get this information on a broader spectrum is the program that I'm creating right now, which is to empower parents with tools to raise the next generation of conscious humans in a really digestible and absorbable way, which is why I created my membership. Yes. What are some of the tools that you, when you work with parents that you give them, can you give us some, some examples? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, like I said, some of these tools, these bigger concepts can get sort of esoteric and big, like how to ground. We were talking about that earlier. And so I think that grounding is super important. I think grounding is all about, you know, being present, reconnecting with your body, reconnecting with the earth and some present tools. I did an entire month on grounding tools for kids and for babies and for parents and what that looks like. So just to give a couple um, for children, really, and for adults, for anyone getting our feet in the earth, grounding, earthing, super important, really easy to reconnect. I also um, create and offer these sort of songs that you can share with your kids. They're really short. Um, but I think that music is one of the best ways in order to communicate with children. If you're, if you feel safe with it, I'd love to share one. I'll share the grounding one. Absolutely. Um, yeah, actually, I'm going to share this one that I just made. It's called the How I Am song, which teaches children how to connect with how they are, with what they need in the moment. Right. And it goes like this. When I want to know how I am, I stop and listen. I close my eyes and I take a big breath. I stop and listen. What does my heart feel? Are my thoughts kind? What does my body need? I stop and listen. And so with, with each pause, yeah, I love that. Thank you for letting me share that. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so for with each pause, the hope and the prompt is that we take that time to close our eyes and to check in, to listen to the responses that come when we ask those questions. Right. What a beautiful thing if that would start a day at school, children singing that, preschool children singing that, or maybe even older, older. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I have um, talked to some people, though, who are taking some of the same, it certainly isn't all that you're doing, but some into the school, especially in Arizona, and they seem really, really receptive of, you know, trying to bring, especially some of these communication tools into the schools. And I teach children yoga and meditation also and visualization and what a great place. Do you have any stories about a child? I know this wasn't in your questions, but that kind of blew you away that when you first started teaching them yoga and I don't know, maybe something someone said or. Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of experiences like that because I've gotten to work with, with hundreds of kids now and I feel really blessed about that. But um, there's one that comes to mind. I was teaching in a studio and this 
young girl came in and I just remember her feeling really safe in the space. And especially if there were times when, you know, the class was ending and it was just her and me while her caregiver was coming. And I remember her telling me things about like a really, like her very unstable home life and, you know, parents in prison and um, just like things that were blowing me away that were giving me chills. And it inspired me in so many ways to create the skills that I did because I wanted to give, I only got, an hour with these kids. And I wanted to give them a way for them to feel safe within themselves, for them to find home within themselves. Um, But her openness with me and also her ability to just come into a space and feel safe enough to share. And she would just sit there in color and she'd do all the poses. And it felt like I, I was doing something right. I don't know. It just, it felt really aligned. Energy. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about about your membership. I mean, I usually don't do this, but what what you offer on your website, and the reason I am doing it is because I think a lot of the listeners would like to learn more songs and more things that they can actually incorporate into their daily lives to help not only you know as a parent, but also for themselves. Yeah, I think it's, thank you. I think it's more than parents. It's us as people. I was explaining this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was explaining this to my dad who said, I love what you're doing, but I have no idea what it is. Like I do not get it. And the way that I described it to him, as I said, you know, how in your adult life, how you've really struggled to create boundaries and have healthy relationships. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, what my program does is it takes you through step-by-step using weekly or monthly topics and weekly modules to learn those skill sets. You reparenting yourself. So then you have the opportunity to show those skills to your children because you want your children to have those skills. You want them to be able to set healthy boundaries and to know themselves, to know what they need, to be able to communicate what they need. Um, but it's hard to go seek out all of those resources. So what I've done is I've combined them into one place. So every month I choose a topic, whether it's how to tune in, how to set boundaries. I'm doing one in September that's about the new paradigm of queer parenting and queer trans identity and how to navigate that with your children. Um, so it's a it's a lot of empowerment. It's a lot of languaging. I break it down into weekly modules and I highlight amazing people, amazing people like you, Marla, um, who their whole life's work is dedicated to this, whether it's how to process grief or how to talk to your children about sex or whatever it is. It's just bringing all of those tools into one place in a really tangible and absorbable format. So that's what the membership is. I can't wait. And that starts, you're starting it next month, you said? It's launching on July 1st. <laughs> July 1st. Okay, not, not too far away. Yeah. So we need to wrap it up, but um, tell, us, tell us a little bit about Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson, when I, I he, is, he is my soulmate. Um, Jefferson is almost one. I had bronchitis when I was thinking about getting pregnant and I was laying in bed. I was watching a lot of Gilmore girls, not going to lie. I was like, it'd be so great. to love have that a show. Um, And I, I love that show too. I've watched every episode multiple times. It make, brings me a lot of joy. Um, but I felt his egg come in. I know that's kind of a strange thing to say, but I felt him 
and I felt his egg and it said, Hey, mommy, I'm here. I'm the right one. Um, and I told my husband at the time, like this, we got to do this. Um, and it was, you know, before COVID had hit and it was just completely aligned and he has absolutely changed my world, um, and shown me so much. And he's just kind and very grounded and, I'm so excited to spend my life with him, to get to know him and to help him to just be whoever he is. My goal as a parent is to just create enough space for him where he feels nourished and accepted in all that he is and whoever he wants to be and unconditionally supported because it's not really about me teaching him things. I just feel like I'm creating safe spaces for him to grow and to thrive as the unique soul that he is and what he's here to do. And you, and you mentoring, I mean, not mentoring, but modeling it, which is so, so important for children because they watch, they don't miss a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Wow. You just said so. Oh, I don't think it's weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> about knowing that his egg was here. <laughs> know that. About knowing the egg, you know, has come in. I, in a past interview, I, I have actually interviewed a, what did she call herself? A cosmic baby medium that with all of these stories, like what you're saying, what you're talking about right now, that they meet their child before they've even, before even conception. And another one who has a beautiful autistic child and he came in and, and talked about he was going to be really special and told his parents what name he wanted. wanted. And so things like that, I know them to be true in my heart, you know? And that's what, yeah, that's what counts. So, so if people wanna find you and find out more about all of this exciting work, I, I just commend you that you're 24 years old and you've done so much already. You're just on fire and blossoming <laughs> with a new baby. How would, um, how would people find you? Yeah. So I offer a lot of free resources. All of the songs that I write are all free and they're on my Instagram at conscious mama's movement. And then if you're interested in the membership or for getting more resources, then my website is consciousmamasmovement.com. Well, thank you so much. Would you like to, is there anything that I didn't ask that you'd like to say or offer any words of wisdom or anything? I don't know if I have any wisdom to offer, you know, beyond (laughs) what I've spoken to, but I just want to say thank you so much for having me. And thank you to all the listeners who are taking the time to learn and expand their understanding. Well, thank you, Kate, so much. And you have a good rest of the day. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you.